Welcome back to the Hindsight Podcast. My name is John, aka the Woman Respector. And the women! Ah, <laughs> oh, the women! <laughs> we will always treat with respect! So, I think we can all agree that Penguins of Madagascar was a fever dream of a show. Like, <laughs> that show was buck wild, bro. Like, it, it was funny. I remember watching it back in the day. And, like, it's one of the shows that, like, could genuinely get a couple laughs out of me. That and SpongeBob. Yeah, I would die watching SpongeBob. Old classic SpongeBob. I haven't watched new SpongeBob in, like, freaking forever. Uh, but, like, pre. 2013, pre-2012-ish SpongeBob, it had me rolling, <laughs> but Penguins by Gascar, that show was wacky, it was pretty funny, it was, a, it was a wild show, and it's it's funny to see, like, uh, a derivative of a movie based around side characters, because a lot of times, it's like, the studio's just taking advantage of, like, a fandom. Like, you know how fans are. It's like, you have a movie, but the fans care more about, like, a background side character. More than the actual, like, main character is supposed to care about. So, the studio sees that and then tries to pivot and, like, you know, appease the fans by making uh, a spinoff or a derivative of that content based around uh, the side character. And usually, it doesn't go that well. But in my opinion, it's probably because I was a kid. Like if I were to watch the show again, and then like watch the movies again, I, I may have a different opinion. Maybe not. Maybe nostalgia would change that. But from my childlike point of view, Penguins of Madagascar was actually better. Well, not the first movie. It was better than the second movie. The first movie, uh, what was it? Escape from Madagascar? Was it Escape from Madagascar? Was it well, hold on a second. What was the name of that freaking movie? <laughs> no, okay. No, it was just... Hold on. What the heck? Okay, now... Nah, it was... What's the name of the first one? Okay, the second one was just Madagascar Escape to Africa. The movie. <laughs> I guess I don't know how to look this up. It was just called Madagascar. Okay. Well, there you go. The first one was a banger. <laughs> uh, the second one, it had mad Happy Feet vibes. Uh, happy Feet, though. Classic. Happy Feet had a good original movie and arguably one of the better sequels when it comes to like animated movies from, uh, from that time period. I remember going to see Happy Feet, the first Happy Feet, like, in movie theater. This was a long... It feels like a long time ago. Maybe it wasn't that long ago, but it feels like a long time ago. 2006. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus, that was a long time ago. That's insane. 2006? That's actually a lot longer ago than I thought it was. I was thinking it was, like, 20... So, I remember seeing Madagascar in theaters, too. That was in freaking five. Jeez, man. That's... That's so... How many years ago was that? That's 16? 
Going on 17, bro, that's a whole teenager, bro. That's crazy, man. <laughs> uh, I guess that's what they say when it's like, you know, as you get older, you remember, you get like, because like, remembering nine years ago when you're nine is remembering your entire life. Remembering nine years ago when you're 18 is half of your life. So just like, you remember, you get, you have less and less memories as you get older about minor things, but you remember major things and they feel less spread out because you don't remember all like the minor stuff in between because that did not feel like it was like I knew it was long ago but I didn't feel like it was that long that was like 10 years max but man 17 years ago damn that's a long time that's insane either way today is to Wednesday <laughs> it's Wednesday December 8th over absolutely amazing day today as always uh my day let me tell y'all something man this was a day full of disrespect first off uh i'm not sure if you can hear that i did some monitor some noise monitoring prior to recording to make sure you can't hear it uh and it could kind of affect it you can kind of pick it was the mic kind of picked it up but uh not to the point where it should be noticeable i don't know uh how it will sound after i enhance the audio uh, but the smoke detector, thankfully not the one in my room, but unthankfully the one right outside my door, <laughs> uh, is dying, but like the actual smoke detector is dying, not the battery. Um, so it's doing the whole like five chirps thing. So like one chirp from your smoke detector, fun fact, uh, one chirp means low battery or dead battery. Three chirps means... Uh, system malfunction and five chirps is the end of life notification so like then like, the actual smoke detector needs to be replaced uh, which has never actually happened before in my experience but I think it's because I've never actually lived somewhere long enough for that to happen <laughs> we've moved a lot uh, but yeah there goes this one I guess and it's what like eight years I think it lasted I mean this is the original one because brought that was new so like uh i guess the typical lifespan was smoke detectors around eight years i don't know maybe but yeah hopefully you can't hear it if you do i apologize for the annoying uh chirping in the background but yeah hopefully you can't hear it perhaps if you just heard it then you can hear it but if you didn't hear anything then, <laughs> then we're good uh but yeah no nah, y'all here it is bro here it is so I had to go to the bank today, right, to uh, get a form notarized uh, for my insurance, for, for my last insurance. Was it my ex-insurance? Sure. Uh, for the accident that it happened. Um, and so I go there. I went, I went with my mom because she was helping me figure this stuff out. And uh, my mom's like, hey, we, I got to get this thing notarized for my son. And the lady looks at me at the desk and she's like, oh, do you have your ID? Or do you have a ID? Like, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 23. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, I'm oh, sorry. I thought you, you looked so much younger. I thought you were maybe around like 14, 15. I'm like, no, that's just, that's just wrong. That's, that's just absolutely wrong. Like, I, I mean, I understand. Like, people usually assume that I'm younger than I actually am. Usually, they, they give me like, 19, 20, maybe 21, uh, but 14, 15 
that's that's just slander at this point. Like that's <laughs> it's disrespectful. I'm like, that's crazy, man. I mean, you know, she, she says she's like, oh, you know, that's one of those things where you'll appreciate it when you're older. I'm like, I mean, I'm black, so <laughs> I don't really age like that. <laughs> but sure, yeah, you know, maybe I will appreciate it when I'm older. Uh, but hey. I'm not a fan of you saying I look 14, though. I'll tell you that. I also do not look 14. Like, <laughs> I have for a fact. Like, like I understand the whole 19, 20, 21, you know, way. But 14's a freshman in high school. Like, that's no, no. No. Also, if you knew what I looked like as a freshman in high school, <laughs> you would know. Oh, yeah, they boy ain't 14. I'll tell you that much. But then, like, uh, the disrespect continues. Because I go to work. Right, and like, I just showed up at work. I just clocked in, and like I'm heading up to the stock room to get some stuff that I had to get put back on the floor. Uh, as I'm walking out of the stock room, I walk by this lady. She's talking to um, uh, another employee, I guess you could say, and she was asking for something. She needed to find something, and it was in the home and kids section, which of course is my section. Um, and so I walk by as they're talking, and she's asking her a question, or whatever. So after I walk by. Uh, not my coworkers like, hey John, she needs help with something, and like I'm not too far off from this, so I can, I can still hear them, and she's like, oh, that's John, no, I don't want him, I want someone who actually knows something. I'm like, bro, I legit only been here thirty seconds tops, and I'm already getting dragged like that, like, <laughs> like, 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 like that was so unnecessary. <laughs> Like, that was so absolutely unnecessary. Like, like, come on now. Also, when it comes to home and kids, ain't nobody know home and kids better than your boy Johnny K, except for, I guess, Jacob. But he he's not there. Uh, also, he doesn't do home and kids anymore because me. <laughs> so, like, if you want something from home and kids, I'm the guy you ask. I'm, I'm the one you come to. And she's going to drag me like that. She don't even, how is she going to know I don't know nothing? How how she going to know that? Huh? What kind of thing is that? <laughs> like, bro, that's the wildest thing I've ever heard, bro. The wildest thing I ever heard. It's like I'm thinking about this, right? As, as I'm as I'm now putting this stuff up, and that low key, that low key, it kind of hit me a little bit. I'll be honest, I, was, I felt kind of hit about that. I'll be honest, that kind of. I mean, I got over it pretty quickly because I mean, like, I don't care. <laughs> but in the moment, just hearing her say that, like, yeah, I was kind of bent about that. And so, like, I'm, I'm putting up some stuff, and I'm just kind of, like, you know, in my head, upset about this. And this dude walks up to me, and he's like, how much is the starting pay for stalkers? And I really could not, like, interpret what he had just said, because it didn't make any sense. Like, because it, it, it just kind of came out of nowhere, and it's not a question I expect from, like, a customer. Um... And so I was gonna repeat himself or whatever, and he repeated himself. And I'm like, oh, he's asking, like, okay, so how much is the starting pay in general? Because everyone gets paid the same. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, uh, higher up. And I'm like, oh, it's, uh, it's like 11 an hour. And the dude got mad at me. <laughs> he got mad at me that the starting pay was $11 an hour, as if I control that. Oh, <laughs> like, bro, this, this, oh my goodness, man. I've literally only been here max two minutes, five minutes tops. 
and like I'm already getting tried, bro. Like, <laughs> and these people legit just trying me today. Just trying. That's how you know it's gonna be a good day when he's getting tried like that. Like, oh my god. Hey, Charlie, you good? You good? Cause we're not going outside right now. No, we're not. No, no. No, no, no. It's too early in the morning and it's raining. <laughs> it's the problem that I have with recording early. It's like when I get up to record, Charlie then thinks it's time to go outside. And I actually have uh, determined that that was the problem that happened last week with this very same episode, with the philosophy questions episode from last week. Uh, because I had to pause in between the intro and the actual recording to let Charlie out because he wanted to go outside and he was being annoying about it. And so when I came back, my computer had already gone to sleep. And then when I unlocked it, it made Audacity glitch out, thus not allowing me to export the audio. And we're not doing that this week. No, 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 no. We are not doing that this week. <laughs> not repeating that same thing. Even funnier, though, is that in theory, that would not have happened if about two months ago, I had not changed the sleep settings on my computer. Because originally, my sleep settings were set for super long. So like if the computer was plugged in, it was set to sleep after like I think an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, it was unplugged, set to sleep after 45 minutes. But I brought both of those down because I mainly had that up like that for when I was uh, exporting videos. Uh, so that way, you know, I could step away, have it export without the computer completely shutting down. Uh, so it would give me time to be able to like, wake the computer back up or whatever. Um, but yeah, I switched that while I was at school because I was showing my lab partner how to change its sleep settings. And when I got into my sleep settings, I was like, ah, it's pretty long. That's pretty unnecessary. I don't need it to be that long. Uh, especially when I'm at school. So if I step away from my computer, I don't want my computer screen just being on as people walk by. So I shortened it back down to like, I think the normal time. And so if I had never done that, my computer would not have gone to sleep last week when I let him out. And that would have never happened. It's crazy how like just seemingly small innocuous decisions, right, that have no uh, consequence in the moment will then have a cascading effect that is unnoticeable until it's noticeable. <laughs> and noticeable in the case where it completely just ruins uh, my morning by deleting my entire episode, essentially. But like I said, not today. And so with that, we're going to hop in this episode so we can get this done. I can let this boy out. Although I know he does not need to use the restroom right now. He's just being buggy. It's my mom's away. She's about to go to the gym. And when he hears that, he thinks he's going to the park. So now he wants to go to the park. Ain't nobody going to the park because it's freaking raining. <laughs> so calm it down. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's hop into this episode. It is philosophy. Wednesday, my dudes. All right, we're getting into it. Now we can actually use the correct transition and introduction because it's actually Wednesday. Oh no, what have I done? Oh wait, maybe because I ran it so many freaking times yesterday. I went back into the code again. <laughs> And tweaked it a little bit. Nothing crazy, nothing major. Just quality of life stuff. Uh, this is one of those things where like I've edited this code so much to make it like better and better, despite the fact that like it technically it does the exact same thing that it did originally. It just, it's a lot of background stuff. It doesn't actually matter because I'm not publicly releasing this, right? It's just like it's a personal thing, so it doesn't have to be as efficient or as clean uh, as I'm making it. 
but you know, it's it's good to practice, right? Good practice is a uh, is good. So I cleaned it up. Actually, technically now it works a little bit different. I mean, it works the exact same, but just uh, cleaner, more organized, and um, it doesn't. Before, like when I would type in "done" to wrap up to to end the uh, the program, it would still print out like one last question, and then it would end the program. And like it didn't really mean anything because once the program ends, it empties out its memory, so it didn't actually save that that question was already that that question was asked. But like you know, it's just it's not clean, man. <laughs> it's just not clean. Uh, it's like went back in, changed it, made a bunch of other unnecessary changes because I was already looking at the code. Because why not? Um, and yeah, now we go again. <laughs> and maybe 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 I actually like make this into something decent and and release it and maybe you can have a little fun with it you know answer your own philosophical questions maybe you uh gather around with the your your one other imaginary friend and y'all have some good discussion about that you know that'd be a maybe that'd be something maybe that'd be something for me to do that though i would definitely need to move all the questions into a database and also change the code to update the database to not repeat questions which could be done Jack said, hey maybe maybe I don't know maybe that maybe that's a thing I do for the end of the year uh, or like try to get that done before the end of the year hold on I'm gonna make a note of this so I don't forget but no promises <laughs> okay Cool. Now we have that noted. Hopefully, I will do that. I mean, you know, this thing, right? I'm going to do it, drop it. No one's going to get it. <laughs> no one's going to download it. What I should do is actually make it into an app. That'd be so much easier. Uh, well, not easier, but more efficient for most people. Although, like, the, when I, you know, I see the breakdown of like platforms people listen to the podcast on. Uh, originally, it was like uh, Apple Podcasts. Taking most of the cake for the most part, then it was like Overcast, uh, then Spotify, then web browser, um, and then other. But as of now, web browser is actually the second highest platform people listen to the content on. So perhaps, hey, maybe, uh, maybe we do it. it. Also, it's been telling me all year that I should like add a blog to go along with the podcast. Maybe you put it there. I don't know. We'll see. But we go to the first question. And it's a good one. Do we have a soul? I think I'm going to answer it before, actually. <laughs> uh, but hey, we'll rock with it. Do we have... No, no, I haven't answered one before because then I got the whole conversation between like, oh yeah, but like, what's the difference between like you and you? Like, you know, your brain and you... Yeah, I've answered this one before. If you if you don't know my opinions on... Or you know, my, my, uh, my conclusion on do we have a soul, I'm pretty sure I'm, gonna, I'm pretty sure I named an episode talking about the soul it was like from two months ago so if you want to listen to that go back to october <laughs> and look for the Love questions episode uh, in short answer form it's like yes and no i'm like there has to be something there that separates us from like so there's something that makes us who we are that's different than just our brain and our dna uh because there's like this a separation there, in my opinion. 
Uh, but yeah, go. For, I went for in depth in that other episode, so have fun with that one. Can dreams be associated with the unforeseen future? This is interesting. This is interesting. So, I mean, scientifically speaking, we don't know why we dream as humans. It's uh, a, a mystery to science in general as to why we dream. There's a lot of stuff that we don't know about humans. Um, but yeah, why we dream is still one of those mysteries. A very uh, common theory, uh, I could say a generally accepted theory for the current moment, is that dreaming is almost like your subconscious dumping RAM uh, to make space for other stuff. So things that were in your subconscious that were never processed in the conscious uh, that gap is kind of bridged while you're sleeping and it like kind of like this leaks out, I guess, in a way, uh, and is processed consciously, I guess it's a good way to say it. And, but because of that, it's like, it, since it was in the subconscious, it's very vague, uh, ideas or concepts that are now being processed in the conscious. And so, the conscious mind, the conscious mind, and now, see now, see now we're stepping into kind of my own personal theory, right? Uh, and I saw right how I think things go there is that the conscious mind has to figure out a way to solidify this this abstract theory, and it does that in in in, in some weird ways I guess I think that's why it's like you see faces that you know in your dreams in scenarios that don't make any sense and that's just your brain filling in gaps to make the abstract thought from your subconscious actually concrete right whether that be an abstract fear or like the idea of a fear or uh, the idea of a situation, interaction between P, uh, you and someone else, something like that, or just anything like that, right? And so your brain has to, like, make that make sense. So it attaches faces to things. It puts you in places that don't even exist. Stuff like that, just to make a concrete version uh, of this abstract concept. Is any of that stuff proven? No. But does it make sense? Yes, <laughs> at least it makes sense to me. Also, it's based off of, of course, yes, another unproven theory, but a widely accepted theory. Uh, so with that being said, can dreams be associated with the unforeseen future? I would argue yes, because your unforeseen future is not necessarily uh, unforeseen in general. It's unforeseen by you. But your future is, in a way, already kind of set based off of where you currently are and how you are currently feeling, which will influence the decisions you make in the present, which will then land you to where you will be in the future. So if you extrapolate that, where you currently are based off of how you're currently feeling, that how you're currently feeling, that's happening in the subconscious. And so when you sleep and that leaks out into the conscious and it gets processed in a more 
concrete fashion, it will it could then give you a skewed or kind of perhaps even abstract view of something that could happen or would have will happen in the future. And it's not because you necessarily predicted it, it's because it was already going to happen based off of how you were already feeling and decisions you were already going to make. Right? And so it, it just looks like, oh, I had a dream about this and then it happened. It's more so this was going to happen anyway, based off of what was already going on in my head and my subconscious. But at some point in between it happening and it manifesting in my subconscious, it leaked out into my conscious. Conscious, conscious, I can't, I gotta say those words, man. I, I can't anymore. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, then of course, this is this is uh, just theory, you know. None of this is proven. This is science backing uh, this. But I mean, that's the point. This is a philosophical question. It's not scientific questions. If you want a scientific question, you wouldn't come to me. You go to a scientist. And the episode, the series, would be called philosophical questions. It'd be called scientific questions. That's not what this is. That's not what you'd be expecting. <laughs> But I don't know, I like that theory. I think it's um I think that's a solid concept. Uh well of course it's my concept, so of course I'm gonna like it. If I didn't like it, it wouldn't be my concept. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Yep, turn off my alarm, please. Thank you. How I feel like I've answered this one before too, but perhaps not. How can you distinguish art from something that isn't art? Now yeah, I feel like I've done this one before, but it, it, it's more so talking about art in general, I think. I think that anything can be art. I think that was actually the question that I that I answered back then, was like, what can be constituted as art? Um, but yeah, I think that anything can be art. Anything that requires any sense of creativity and individuality can be considered art, right? And and we say it all the time, like right? like when someone, if you see someone do something really nice, right? Like someone who's mastered uh, a craft, you would say, like they've mastered the art of that craft, right? Because there's an artistry to everything. Uh, yeah, I've talked about it before. Like there's a, there's an artistry to coding. At least in my opinion, there's an artistry to coding, right? Because everyone kind of has their. Of course, there are like you know standards for, for, how, for how you do things and how you want to do things when you're coding but the artistry in it is that you can do things in a million different ways uh, or billions of different ways just depending on the person actually writing the code and you know you can create the same thing as someone else but the way you do it is yours it's you know specifically the way you think it's the way you process information, the way you process problems for problem solving, that is the way you code, right? Even though you may end up with the same result, it's different. And I see that as a form of art, right? Because that is creativity uh, and individuality being shown uh, through different ways. So to, to answer the question, how can you distinguish art from something that isn't art? I would say you can't because it's all, it's all opinionated. What I consider art, one uh, someone else might not consider art. And what someone else might consider art, I may not consider art. So in reality, 
there is no way to distinguish art from that isn't art because everything can be art and everything could not be art at the exact same time. Uh, the only way you would distinguish that is based off of your opinion and what you think is art. How you define art is up to you, right? And then from that definition, you would determine what is considered art and what isn't. So that just varies. And by that definition, everything is then art and everything is also not art. Uh, hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> I'm not sure if I explain that yeah, in a decent way, but I, I think I think that makes y'all are smart people. Y'all got that. Y'all understand what I'm talking about. All right. That's technically three questions, but the first one didn't count. So we'll go again. No, I've done this one before. I've definitely done this one before. Yeah, I remember that conversation. <laughs> all right. Is there inherent order in nature or is it all chaos and chance? <sighs> there is no such thing as order. What we call order is the human brain trying to understand. What is there? What's the antonym for order? Disorder? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's the human brain trying to understand disorder or chaos. See, the human brain doesn't understand randomness. Now, this is scientifically proven. The human brain cannot comprehend randomness because the human brain is an efficient machine, and so it tries to look for patterns in order to cut corners. Therefore, randomness doesn't work because your brain will be constantly looking for a pattern within that randomness to explain it. And so, this is why there is no such thing as a true shuffle on most music platforms. Like for Spotify, their shuffle is algorithmically done. Because if it was random, like truly random, your brain would find a pattern within the music and you would say this isn't shuffled. So they have to do it by algorithm to make it seem random, but it's not random. Uh, hopefully that made sense. Uh, essentially, we ha the less, the more controlled something is, the more random it can be perceived. Because if it was truly random, we would look for a pattern and inevitably find a pattern and thus say it's not random. Uh, so I think that nature as a whole is pure chaos and randomness. I mean, you look at the way species have evolved, it's just random. I mean, not necessarily random, but it's, it's, it's based off of events and you know, the strongest survive and adaption and survival of the fittest, you know, all that stuff. But what causes the things uh, or the obstacles that would then cause the fittest to survive are seemingly random, right? So while, yes, we can predict an evolution of a species based off of um, current events, we can't predict the current events, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, that is the order of nature. The order of nature is disorder. We can't actually predict anything, right? I mean, we try to because we're humans. We want to, we want to bring order to the chaos, but we can't. It's the same reason why a hurricane 
can be tracked for weeks and then not land where they say it's going to land because it's random. <laughs> like all the science could say the hurricane is going to land here, but that doesn't mean the hurricane is actually going to land there because because the world is just it's just chaos and chance and it, there's so many variables that we cannot uh, comprehend that cause things to shift in a way that we do not understand. Uh, I mean, we simply just, we cannot truly fathom how the world works because we cannot truly fathom chaos and accept it. We always need a concrete answer to everything, right? That is why the, the search for the theory of everything is ever growing uh, and ever continuing in the in the world of physics, right? And, and you have multiple theories spawning from that string theory. Uh, uh, you, as you get to your your sub elemental not uh, to say politics, sub elemental <laughs> particles uh, and things like that, but still none of that actually answers the questions that we truly have. What is all the black stuff that's around us? Is dark energy real? Why do galaxies stick together? Where did this all come from? Why did this all come from? That makes no sense. <laughs> Why did this all come from? Why did this all come to be? Perhaps there is no answer. There is no reasoning behind any of this stuff. Perhaps... Things just are because they are. But we can't accept that. We can't accept that as humans. And that's 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 the that's the beauty of humanity. Right? We can't accept not knowing. Right? And and it's that it's that dissatisfaction with the unknown that has caused humanity to progress to where it is. Uh, in terms of sciences at least. The other parts of humanity, I don't know how we got here, but <laughs> when through like the sciences and technology, it's the dissatisfaction with the unknown uh, that is that has made all this progression uh, in those fields, and that's 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 human nature in a nutshell. I guess you could say it's just pure dissatisfaction with the unknown. But I think. You know, to specifically, you know, land on this question. No, there. I, I don't think there is any inherent order in nature at all. I do believe that it is all just chaos and chance. And I think that when we accept that, on an individual level, when we accept that it's all chaos and chance, and you could do everything right and still end at the wrong place because it's not up to you. Once we accept that, life gets so much better because there's like less pressure on you, right? And I'm not saying in the, in the idea of like don't try, still try, but realize that if you don't end up where you think you're supposed to end up based off the things that you've done, that's life and it's okay because it happens and there are things that are simply out of your control. Because the world is built off of disorganized chaos. 
and you can only control one minuscule aspect of that, and it's you. In the grand scheme of things, we have no effect on the universe as a whole. We only have an effect on our personal universe. And even then, less so, because we can only can control us, right? And so, once that aspect has been accepted, if I can only control myself and I can't control anyone else, life becomes a lot brighter, at least in my opinion, because you put less blame on yourself for things that aren't actually your fault, which is a problem that a lot of us have. We blame ourselves for things that we have no control over, Uh But yeah, this became like, I don't know, a self-help speech. (laughs) Either way, though, we'll wrap it up. If you enjoyed this episode, enjoy the podcast, give it a like, give it a rating, all that good jazz to let me know. That's like, I have to sneeze. Oh my God, hold up. It went away. Okay. (laughs) What was I saying? Oh, yes. If you do like it, share it with your friends, because good friends, good friends, good things, and you want to be a good friend, so give your friend a good thing. If you want to follow social media, it is at Galata Hat on the IGs, and as always, 8 a.m. Eastern, same time, same place, every single day. You know the deal. Don't forget, stay hella hydrated. I got mad water right next to me. Stay hella hydrated. Drink plenty of water, but not too much water, because anything in excess is dangerous and you can literally drown yourself from the inside out not too much water but the the, the right amount enough to stay hydrated enough to be healthy all that good stuff you know how it is and i'll see you tomorrow